Hello, you are listening to Jerry and Jones live on a Wednesday night. Unfiltered, unadulterated, funniness, probably not. Uh, are you there, Steve? <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I am here. How are you keeping? Uh, I'm fine. I just went for a, a 7K run. 7K run? Yep. That's impressive. 7K. I listened to Pink Floyd's The Wall. The whole thing? How long did it take? I, I wanted to run until the wall ended. I didn't get to Comfortably Numb. I, I got to oh. uh, about two songs out of Comfortably Numb, so I was a bit disappointed, but I was, I was, I was going to die. So. You've just got to walk around the garden until you get to the end of Comfortably Numb. Mm, it's not the same, though, is it? It's not the same. <laughs> I, I want to be running when, call it a warm when, the, when the height of Comfortably Numb hits. I want to be in full flow, attacking the pavement with my feet. Perhaps start a little bit slower, and no. then you'll be no. able to run. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I did start slow, and I was very slow. Most people would have called it a slow run, but I was running, but it's quite a, a long, long run. Maybe. It, it was a long, long run, so I, I knew that I was going to be slower. Um, how, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Same old. The weather's been terrible. Uh, garden is a mess, and that's all I do with my life at the moment. So, uh, well, yeah. Why is your garden a mess? <laughs> I haven't been able to do anything because the weather's been terrible. Uh, the I only, see. The only days that it's been nice weather are the days that I have to work. So I've ended up doing nothing in the garden for weeks. And the weeds have taken over. I am now a slave to the weeds. It's a the membrane. It's a membrane down. Yeah, but I want the plants to grow. So I need. I can't put the membrane down. Around the plants. Yeah. I Can you take a laptop outside? I could take a laptop outside, but I don't think I can do my work and do the weeding at the same time. Ah, uh, true. Probably. True. Yes, this this is the thing. Uh, have they finished your new office yet in your garden? I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> uh, no, they have not finished my new office. <laughs> oh, sorry. To anybody who's uh, not a frequent listener to our show, Steve has been trying to erect an office in his garden for the past seven months. Uh, he's had year now. four builders, 300 quotes, and no office. Well, no, I have an office. It's just currently very damp. And you don't like the, the damp? And the, and, the, and the inside roof is falling down a little bit, and there's no floor. Oh, you're so fussy. And the door will work properly. You're so fussy. I'd be straight in there. Essentially, what I've ended up with is a shoddily assembled bits of what should be an office. And they've just sort of been <laughs> stuck together in a way that's not really a building at all. Sued anyone yet? No, but I, I'm going to have to start, which is unfortunate, because I've got to stump up for the court fee. But no, I am going to have to sue them. How much? The, the court uh, fee can't be that much. Like 500 quid. Ooh. <laughs> Recoverable, though. Only if I win and he doesn't go bust, we'll run away to the Bahamas to build shoddily built shit <laughs> in the Bahamas. Yeah, those uh, like grass skirt uh, yeah. huts. <laughs> He's going to go and build shanty villages in the badly, <laughs> badly for lots of money and probably get thrown out there as well. Didn't you send yeah, me an article earlier that said that New York, uh, New York, Newport was the DIY capital of yes the UK? Yes. Russian bots, that is where I live, Newport, in the in South Wales. Um, yeah, I, there's an article that said that Newport is the most handy place in the UK. And um, I, it's definitely true, because I'm incredibly handy. You are? And, well, um, you built yeah, a planter. I, you built a planter. I, a, I saw a picture I of it. I built a planter. I, I, I put shelves up not long ago. Wow. And... Um, yeah, lots of other stuff. Questions should be asked lots as to whether or not you couldn't sort your own bloody office out. Well, I started to think that recently because, to be completely honest, I'm pretty sure a blind child could have done better than me <laughs> than my builder has. Instead, you relied on a man with two GCs and a little bit of experience in putting cement onto something. What, what I don't understand is he was well-reviewed this I just do not get. <laughs> he was well. How? How? Not by who? 
Well, I just don't understand who. Who could possibly have instructed this man to do work for them and then gone, yep, that's gone well. It's just impossible. It is not possible that that has happened. <laughs> so I'm going to be complaining to my builder as well. Mm. So all of their reviews, I think, are fake. Yeah, slate all... it. Give him a sleet. <laughs> slate in. Uh, great. Uh, Want to play the... Uh... I've changed my, my review game somewhat this week, Ooh. and I'm going to do quotes instead of uh, Rotten Tomato reviews. Okay. If any... If anybody's never heard us before, which is probably 100% of you, uh, I'm Stephen Merchant, <laughs> and I like to play this game called The Rotten Tomatoes Game, where I use audience reviews. Uh, I ask, I tell Steve the audience review, and he has to guess what the film is. He's not been doing very well up to now, so this week I've changed it to quotes, movie quotes. Look, my, my problem with this game is that I don't watch that many films. So I'm a, li I'm a, a little bit... <laughs> You that is a <laughs> that is a patent lie. You do watch a lot of films. Uh, I don't watch a lot. Sit there in your pants a... and you watch all the films. I watch Peep Show repeatedly. That's what oh, I no one no one wants to know what you watch. <laughs> what little, what what you're peeping at? Okay, uh, you're a very naughty boy. Uh, Hans, Hans, I'm. Uh, you know these. I think we're the baddies. <laughs> Oh, We've got skull and crossbones on our helmets. Uh, I love that show. You have to go back and watch that. Um, I've actually started watching our peep show again from the start only uh, a few days ago, actually. Back to season one where they had the different intro. It was all very weird. Uh, what was the intro? I don't, the, the, it just didn't have music, did it? It was, it it was just sort of a... a, a, a yeah, it was a weird instrumental bit at the start. Um, but yeah, season one was a little bit odd. Still funny, though. Very, what uh, about the poo? <laughs> Is that normal pooing you're doing, Mark? <laughs> 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 uh, yes, season one is very good. Um, yes. Okay, here's the first quote. Go for it. That's not my fucking tempo. Ah, uh, now see, we we've discussed this film recently. We have discussed this film recently, and this is uh, one of the greatest films of the past few years. It's Whiplash. Whiplash. There we go. It is. I it remembered is. it. Yes, it is a great film. Uh, did did I like you like it? it? I've seen that. I did like it. Would you say it's one of the best films of the decade, if not the best film of the decade? Mm, I would definitely say one of yes. Hmm. I would definitely say one of. It is well, I think right it's super, anybody who hasn't watched it needs to rush out and watch it immediately. It is excellent. It's it. Nothing really happens in it apart from a, a student playing drums at something called a conservatory, which is a place where musicians go to learn their craft in sort of a university setting, and they uh, and he gets brutalized and bullied by the teacher which is fascinating it's a riveting watch yeah. anyway so you go what point what, what year 2015 close but you're way out it's 2014 oh come on you suck gonna get some sort of point you are absolute shit uh okay Next one. Are you ready for your second one? Uh, yes. Currently, you have minus three points. Hey. You got one point for the correct name and minus four <laughs> points for getting the date wrong. Okay, next quote. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Mother sucks cocks in hell. Were you trying to put on the accent when you did that? Yes, I was trying to... Uh, do an impression. I'll try to do a better impression. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> I mean, it's a good I'm impression. Glad. I can't remember what it's from, but I'm enjoying the impression. Um, is, well, I'm only is, here for your enjoyment. <laughs> I know. Um, 
is there some sort of horror film from the 80s? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, is it something like the original Hills Have Eyes? No. Ah. No, it's The Exorcist. I think most people would know that. I think most people should know that too. And not most people. And the date? Oh, I, God knows. Come no. on. 70s, 78, 79. Oh, no. 73. Come on. What? Really? You're on minus seven now. You're doing well. Okay, next one. Yeah, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> this is Freddy. Uh, Freddy got fingered, or Freddy was fingered. Yes, one of the best films of that decade. Which <laughs> was... Come on, it's um, one of the great. It's one of the great. I think it was 2002. Oh, you're close to your way off. Oh, come 2001. on. 2001. Oh. Daddy, would you like some sausages? That was wonderful. <laughs> Are you still dying? You were you were messaging me last week, basically at the death's door. Are you better now, or are you? Are you uh, I'm okay. But whenever I go to cough, I mute the mic because I like our listeners and I'd like them to keep listening. Everybody loves Freddie Got Fingered. Freddie Freddy Got Fingered. The best bit is when when he does starts to do the cartoons at the end. And uh, he's a zebra, and he says, <laughs> I've got my hooves, I've got my hooves. <laughs> he, um, he is also uh, one of the best bits in uh, Road Trip. Remember Road Trip? Yes, when he, he goes to eat that mouse. Oh, what's the snake yeah. called? A thousand points. Ah, I can't remember what, what the snake is called, but I can sing you the song if you want. Go on. The, like the tiny salmon song. Go tiny on. salmon swimming in the stream. Tiny salmon living that impossible dream. That one. <laughs> the chimpanzee says, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> if we had a production crew right now, we could cut that and we could replay it back at, comedic, uh, uh, at good <laughs> comedic timing times. What, if, uh, what just that? <laughs> yeah, just you going, what? <laughs> um, oh, someone on the chat has said the backwards man. Light bright says the backwards man. But that uh, ah. that is a great bit. He puts the suit on and he starts to uh, do that thing in the mirror. That is quality. But my actually, I think I'm going to change my my bit. My favourite bit is when he's dressed up in the scuba gear in the bathroom, and uh, <laughs> his dad comes in. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and his dad's uh, that famous actor from Men in Black, isn't he? Uh, is it Zed from Men in Black? And, yes, uh, um, yeah. he uh, he died recently, actually, sad, sadly. Yeah. But he he comes in, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I'm looking for a treasure, Daddy." And then he loses <laughs> the soap into the toilet. Oh, so good. <laughs> that is a good film. I have not seen that film for probably ten years or more, at yeah. least. Absolute quality. Got to be. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to. Drink an awful lot of whiskey and watch Freddy Got Fingered again. Yes, let's do it. I'd like yeah. to do that. Let's do a viewing. <laughs> a viewing. Yes, one hundred percent. A little bit of a change of pace from our plan to do the Lord of the Rings extended edition, start to finish in one sitting. <laughs> I'd still like to do that. Are you ready for I'd my like next? Well, yes, you know, it's like fifteen hours long. It is. It, it is very, very long. You've got to plan your meals around the films. <laughs> you ready for the next one? This is the last yeah, one. Cool. We'll put it all back yeah. from here. I think you're on minus uh, ten. Seems okay. Fair. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. Uh, yes. Is this a recent film? Uh, yeah, recent-ish. See, the problem here is that I, I haven't watched any films in the past like years. 
Um, so this is going to be something like uh, the Martian. Nope. Ah, oh, come on. You're going to kick yourself. It's got Matt Damon in it as well. Matt Damon. We have created Film Actors Guild. Oh, bag. <laughs> okay. It is Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. No, Matt Damon I is in it at the end. You've not seen it? I have not watched Interstellar, no. What? You can tell me off now. I have not watched it. I don't have to tell you off. It'd be a film you'd enjoy. <laughs> I thought you had a good cinema in your home and good, good big TV and uh, surround sound and whatnot. It'd be good. I think it's on Sky. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Well, I have Sky, do I? I have Virgin. Um, but no, I, I, I will, I will, I will watch Interstellar. Then, seeing as you have recommended it, I will watch Interstellar. Well, there's the first. You underestimate you, you... me when I say I do not watch films like. There's very few films from the past seven or eight years that I have actually watched. This is, is this is just, yeah, very true. I tend to watch films via the medium of other people telling me about films. That's how I know what happens in films. That's how I know <laughs> vaguely what happens in like La La Land and stuff like that. I, I never watched it. La La Land was quite good. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Never I can see how it might not be a lot of people's cup of tea, but I quite like it. Seems like it was all right. You have I no idea. You haven't seen it. But apparently the production is great. People that I trust have told me that the production <laughs> is good. I will live my life through the medium of other people's thoughts and opinions. Yes. This is just what you are. This is just what you are. You are just... <laughs> I am a conduit. I am a yes. conduit for others. <laughs> you don't actually experience anything no. yourself. No, my personality is built on the experiences of others. Well, you know, your personality is only something that you've created. You've taken what you consider to be the best of what you found. And if I might say so, you haven't found a lot. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Guess what I was watching earlier? Frasier. What were you watching earlier? Frasier. I love Frasier. Absolutely love Frasier. I well, I'm not surprised. You are just like Niles Crane. We're not doing this again. I don't you are, you are, you are like, the Niles. You are the Niles. You are the Niles. <laughs> You're the bloody Marty. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind that sitting on a comfy chair all my life with a nice dog. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, and a bad hit because someone shot you. And you've got yeah, a unbelievably pompous man with a giant ego who's on the radio. <laughs> no, I love Frasier and I love Cheers as well. I've started watching old episodes of Cheers, and the writing in that is absolutely amazing. And you, um, yeah, it is. It is really, really good. I, w I would recommend for anyone who's seen a bit of Frasier to go back and watch Cheers. But we can't trust your recommendation because you've already admitted to the fact that you don't watch anything, and I now, see, you're, saying, now you're saying that you revisit. Early 1980s uh, sitcoms yes. for yes. some reason that is unknown. I will only recommend things that I have watched myself. I will only place a recommendation on something that I have personally watched, but I will hold an opinion about things that I haven't watched based on what others have told me. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> that makes you the worst kind of human being ever. Yay! It's like word How can anybody trust what you, what you say? They can't. But, but also, why would they want to? <laughs> people do trust you, Steve. I've met the people you know, and they do trust you. I'm going to start telling them everything you say is a lie. It's based but on falsehoods. But then why would they trust you? Well, they don't. This, this, is, this is part of the issue, really. People do not <laughs> trust me. I taught my, my son a magic trick on the on the uh, topic of trust you know those pens that have like black and yellow lines on them yes and if you wiggle them they uh they wiggle yeah mm, they, they... oh yeah so they look like they're bending yeah yeah he loves that that's quite cool it is he's going with a box of magic tricks i've got enjoy that. lots of tricks from right here oh nice 
Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that's all of my game, to be honest. Uh, cool. We were going to play a new game, weren't we? Where we um, we get a two a two grids each, and we play over the podcast. Oh, you suck my yeah. battleships. <laughs> which stop covering? Which would be good. Which would, which would be good because uh, whenever we play, whenever we do a quiz between us, then we could um, go. Oh, uh, I'll choose square T nine, and then we could cross it off. It would really, really uh, slice away the tedium that is our lives. It would, yeah. At the moment, it's just essentially us ranting at each other about different things for a while. Talking over the top of each other, telling each other we're shit, uh, giving each other little or no points for anything that that transpires. (laughs) Basically, a poorly podcast uh, that nobody listens to. Yeah, but the thing about that is that essentially what we've done is we've taken the entirety of our knowing each other and just transposed it into an hours long podcast where we just tell each other to shut up. <laughs> that's essentially that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, I like well, you know, why wouldn't people want to listen to it? Is my I, is my issue with the world. Why isn't I there a thousand people listening? Uh, it should why, be this is why, gold. This is totally gold. Why do people not want to know my second hand opinions? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they, they, they should want to, but they hundred percent to know second opinion. It's one of oh, life's okay. mysteries. So I believe I you, you must have a feature. We've been do, we've been doing twenty five minutes of my features now, so you must have a feature. <laughs> you, you must. Well, I've got a few Steve Stranges. Uh, oh, great! But, These are never terrible. But first, I seeing as we haven't haven't actually done this for a couple of weeks. Can I stop I you there? Have Can I, stop you there? Go for it. I want to throw yeah. one out there. Did you hear about the man who grew the penis on his arm? Or did we already talk about that? I don't think we talked about it, but I think I did hear about it. And you've just reminded me of it. And this the penis was on his arm for like five years. Yes. It was they there on purpose, for, though, wasn't it? Were they yeah. growing it for his actual penis? I think they were grow- they, they They tried to put yeah, because essentially, didn't he have his penis like chopped off or something by accident? <laughs> in some sort of horrible accident, and he ended up being like somewhat. So, so what they did is they sort of on his arm they sort of fashioned some fatty tissue and then stretched skin around it in the hope that it would end up as a sort of penile replacement. And he was just jollying around with this this. Uh... Pseudo penis on his arm. There's a knob on his arm. I think he wanted. What? I think he liked being called knob elbow <laughs> in, his, in his local village. <laughs> I think he. I think he saw it as sort of like a talking point at the pub. Yeah. Well, oh, God, God, check this out. Look at this. Look at this. I suppose it is. It's not a cool thing to get out, but it's an interesting thing to get out, isn't yeah. it? At the pub. I think it's people tour all of the local pubs. I would buy him a drink. Hmm. Out of pity. I, I wonder what it's like wandering around your whole life with a dick on your arm. I well, you've I got a cock in your head. So. Hey! hey. I, I, I would just dickhead. have to ask your wife what it's like to wander around with a dick on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. <laughs> uh, well, no, that is, a, that is a strange story. That is a strange story. I will give you that. But before I do my training, I my problem is I don't have an outlet for all of my hatred. Oh, are we doing? Yeah, isn't this the feature? Isn't it? Isn't this uh, Steve's rage shelf? That's the one. Rage rack. My my rage rack is full of rage inducing things because normally what happens is that I get full of rage and then I come onto the podcast and I get all the rage out. You tell me I'm being ridiculous, and then it's gone, and I feel okay again. And the world? The world is okay. But things have been uh, building up, and now I'm full of rage. Are you so, going to have a, uh, a pe- Are you going to have I, an ulcer? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Or hopefully a, just a giant aneurysm. Just <laughs> or a tumour. <laughs> tumor on the brain. <laughs> so, there's a few things that 
have been building my rage. Um, and there's four. I'll go through them very, very quickly. First one is I'm entitling You'll Really Like Him. Uh, this this is the phenomenon, the phenomenon, that, that word, of when someone wants to introduce you to someone else and instead of saying, come and meet this person, they say, you will really like him. You will, you will get on really, really well with him. Now, <laughs> if anyone says that to me, instantly, without ever meeting this person, I think he's a dick. Instantly. Why? Because nothing will ever, ever match up. It could be the nicest person in the world, as far as I'm concerned. But my contrary nature means that I think he's a twat. You are a contrarian. Yeah. But the thing that gets to me is the being told, oh, oh, you'll like him. You'll like him. As if my friend, my ability to make friends is so uh, Narrow. obvious. Yes. Oh, you you have two things in common. Therefore, that is oh, a requirement it's, for friendship. It's if they say he likes football, you like yes. football. Why don't you both go inside and talk about football? Yes. Why don't actually, you I'd, ra- I'd rather go inside and slip my wrist. I'd rather go inside <laughs> and blow my fucking brains out. Yes, 100% that. But um, what I do in that situation is that I make lifelong friends, friends with them, even though I might not even like them very much. <laughs> what, out of spite? <laughs> because I'm just that agreeable. No, I'm just, I'm just incredibly agreeable. I've been told I will like you, so I will. Whether uh, I think you're a felon or not, doesn't matter. Well, yes, this is it. Your your issue is you don't like being... Yeah. That is, that is essentially the, the long and the short of it, yes. You don't like being set up on some sort of mandate with another man-child who also likes to kick a ball. Not even mm-hmm. likes kicking a ball, likes to watch people kick a ball. That's what yes. you like. That, or... That's not... That's the sum of you. You yeah. like to see the millionaires kick a ball. This this, <laughs> this vegetable man also likes to see millionaires kick a ball. You must be friends immediately. Go yes. and play in the corner. Yes. Don't speak to yes. anyone else because yes. no one no one wants to hear what you have to say. Your pillar. <laughs> but also, it's always invariably combined with and. This bit is never actually said. This bit is never explained as part of the you will like him. The bit, the unsaid bit is, I already like the person that he is connected with. Therefore, your job is now to like him. Ooh, <laughs> yes. There's a lot of pressure there. Yes. Again, instantly, he's a twat. 100%. Total cock. So, are you going to give us any specifics? I don't work in specific. This is just a general thing. What happened? General what thing happened? Did someone come <laughs> over? You didn't want to be their friend? No. No, no. I, ju- I just realized this recently. It was sort of a clarifying moment when when someone said to me, oh, oh you'll like him. I went, why? Why? You had a why? moment why was of clarity. I like it was mm. a, a, a very short, very brief moment of clarity. It was an alien feeling to me. I'm not used to it. Like when a very, very drunk alcoholic becomes incredibly sober for a short space of time. Yes. Looks around at their life and thinks... Sort of that moment. Do you remember in Father Ted when Father Jack finally sobers up? Yes. And and he's sort of there standing on the floor just like... He's pointing at things going, Curtain! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Father Jack. (laughs) Am I still on that fucking island? <laughs> oh shit! Gobshite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it, it was sort of that. So that that is number the one. That's going on the rage shell, rage rack That's, for sure. One of that can then come off the rage rack and be filed away in the rage filing cabinet. Oh, I see. Way. So if if the rage rack gets too heavy with rage, you get a tumor. But if you manage to yes. move things off the rage rack and into the uh, uh, what should we call it? The the cupboard of completeness. Yes, <laughs> then you're not going to have a tumor. Yes, 
Tuma. Tuma. Yeah. So, so that's Get to the job that, is, that is in the cupboard. Uh, the 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 second thing is the phrase, and we've been seeing a lot of this recently on emails, uh, primarily work emails, where people say, "I hope Uh-oh. you're keeping well." <laughs> I hope you're keeping well. The worst thing about this is when they put a question mark at the end. <laughs> you feel like you have to that's respond. A, yeah, that's not a question. I hope you're keeping well is a statement. It, it's a relatively nice thing to say, although it's completely non-meaning because no one actually cares about the people that they're emailing this to at all. If they I, cared I about them, they would know whether they're well or not. I usually respond with now what the weather is like. I sort of say either, oh, the weather's lovely or it's very soggy here. <laughs> One of the I, two. Nothing I about my general not. health. <laughs> no, I, I suppose you would have to happen. say, I hope you're dying of COVID in China somewhere. You ask well, But this is the thing. Even worse than the question mark at the end is when people say something along the lines of, I hope you're keeping well in the circumstances. <laughs> what? What circumstances? You don't know my circumstances. Yeah, there's a, there's a pandemic the pandemic going on. Circumstances. But if you actually cared enough to ask that question, you would already know whether I'm dying of COVID. You don't have to tack it onto the end of an email, like some like kind regards or a vague pleasantry. Just don't. There's no need for this fake chummy chummy email sending between colleagues. It's pointless and it riles well, me up. The, the problem is that emails, they do tend to come across quite abrupt. If you don't flower them up, they are very abrupt. Yeah. And then I don't mind that. Mad. I much prefer an abrupt email. Say what you're <laughs> going to say, end the email. That's it. Just say the words, type the words out, say thank you, and leave. Much like I would like it, a sort of a normal conversation to happen. If someone was to phone me up in work and start saying, are you keeping well at the moment? How, how are you? And it's not someone that I have a personal... Oh, should I be worried? Do I, do I look bad? Do, do you know what? Actually, do you know what I hate? I hate <laughs> it when people uh, say, uh, you look like shit. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it because I might be feeling good. Might be feeling good that day. Might be like look, catch my reflection in the mirror. Be like, oh yeah, yeah, looking good, looking good. Uh, someone yeah. say, oh, yeah, you're right, Matt. Are you right? Are you right, Jerry? You look like uh, you're like absolute fucking shit, mate. And then it just you really you know, it just well, tanks. What you should do in those circumstances is if someone says you look terrible, go well, you smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a face like a baboon tailor. <laughs> See how it feels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking toss pot. <laughs> uh, yes. Although, on that, it's a very similar point to that is when I have regularly got compliments along the lines of, you're looking well, shortly after a bout of really bad illness. So, say, for example, I get like, I, like the gastroenteritis and I lose like a stone and a half in the space of a week. It's really, really bad. The following week, someone will say, you're looking well. Like, yeah, I've been very, very ill. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've literally, <laughs> nothing has passed my lips but my own saliva and vomit for the last seven days. <laughs> yes. Thank you for your concern about my weight. You fucked up. I have literally been living off small sips of milk. That is it. <laughs> what are you, do you turn into a cat when you're ill? <laughs> you're drinking out of a saucer. You're one classy. Comes back up, right. You are classy. Yeah, yeah. A crystal saucer, <laughs> I bet. Just lapping at it. I've got a crystal saucer somewhere, actually. That's not a bad idea. So, are you going to take off your bloody uh, rage rack, or is that it? <laughs> uh, very. I do have two more on my rage rack. These are very, very quick ones. The second, uh, the third one is people who say that they are a people person. They are a people person or I am a family person. Those are not things. Every person is a people person. It doesn't mean anything. If you say that you are a family person, that means that you have no personality. 
This is so funny. Just, I so love people say, what, what other fucking person are you? Exactly. You wouldn't I say, oh, yeah, that's, that's a geese goose, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could be a dog person, which means you don't want to have anything to do with the people. Yeah, but you still doesn't get really. interested with people. A dog person. They spend all their time at home stroking their dogs. That's all they do. Yeah. Which is fine. But, but, I, but I, there's no need for someone to say they're a people person. You can say you're yeah. a dog person. Maybe maybe that's what where that came from. Someone said they were a dog person. The response was, well, I'm, I'm a people person. Fuck off. You're not a people person. That means absolutely nothing. If you, if you say that you're a people person to me in real life, I will call you a dickhead. <laughs> it, is, it does not. It, it's not a thing. It's for people <laughs> who have decided that they don't have any personality apart from <laughs> trying to be the life of the party. Are they are they the same they people? Just, are they the same people that don't form any of their own opinions and just take the opinions of the people they trust, and then sort of pass it off as third third hand opinions? <laughs> Quite possibly, I would never ever describe myself as a people person, though. <laughs> I, oh, neither I would I. You are one hundred percent not a people person. <laughs> I might describe myself as a geese goose. <laughs> Tell me what you are. You're an email aggressor. That's what you are. <laughs> I'm an email aggressor. Uh, I enjoy uh, an aggressive email. I do. I do. And I don't like people. So I am a non-people person. Is mm. that how it works? Mm, uh, no. Anything else to take off your rack? My final thing on the rack, and this is not something that I've experienced because we're in lockdown, so we haven't really had this, but it's just popped into my head recently, and it's annoying the crap out of me. Shellfish in restaurants. Now, this is things like mussels, or like longer scenes still in the shell. I'm only talking about the ones that are still in the shell. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, longest. What the hell's a longestine? Longestine are like the big prawns that you get, and they're still in like they're still a whole prawn in the shell Jesus, with just like, say the prawn. Wonder well, no, because I like the word because I'm a culture. <laughs> you like the word, <laughs> but you're gonna say that how you hate the food. I do kind of hate the food because I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm going into a restaurant. You're walking into a restaurant and paying 15, 20 quid for a plate of food. I want it to have been removed from the thing that I can't eat for me. Really? What about lobsters? I... Yeah. That's exactly the same. Lobsters are fucking expensive. Lobsters are ridiculously expensive. If I'm paying that much for someone to cook something for me, I want them to present it to me in a way that I can eat. Not in a way that I then have to go, oh, right, you've done half the job, have you? Half of it, right? Well, I'm paying you to pre to prepare my food for me, and you you've done half of the cooking, and then left the rest of the preparation to me. The Thank thing you. with the lobster is, some of the nicest bits of meat come out at like the very tightest part of the shell. So a chef's not going to have enough time to like take it out, and if he took it out, it would spoil it somewhat. It wouldn't be as nice. So I think you're I've missing seen, the with your old lobsters. I've seen someone pay 50 quid for a lobster. If you're paying 50 quid for a lobster and the chef has not got enough time to take the meat out for you, buy a different thing. No, it's it's like <laughs> the, it's a taste thing. It's a taste thing. Anyway, what are you saying that you want? You don't want to have food that isn't fully prepared. Yes, hmm. I'm sorry. If I like 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 mules freaks, like the mussels. Ah, oh, I love mussels. Fucking pointless. Oh, literally so nice. What's wrong with you? But, it, but but all they've done, all they've done, is they boil some mussels, yeah, and they've given them to you oh, in, in a creamy sauce, twice as much as it costs them to buy the mussels in a creamy sauce. All, they probably have a vat of creamy sauce out the back. Well, a vat of creamy sauce out the back. Boil the mussels, <laughs> rub them in the creamy yeah, sauce, well. give them some bread. There, therein lies the mystery of why you spend twenty-five quid on it. Mm, who knows? Absolutely ridiculous. They have done half a job there. They've done half of their work. Oh, they get all this sweat on it. You know, chefs like they sweat all over it. <laughs> um, I, no, I do not want to pay that amount of money for a chef to do half his work. If he, if I'm going out and spending that much money on a meal out with a restaurant, I want the chef to have worked hard. So this means no, no, like no shortcuts, Chaffy. Yeah, no, no stews because they prepared them before. They're not making them for me. 
They're just on the side, <laughs> ready to go. I know, I, I've, I've cracked it. I know what you want. You want one of those uh, restaurants where you sit around the hot plate and the chef makes the food at, at the table and he like he like cooks it and he like chucks it into your mouth and shit. Yes, ideally, if he can do it by firing it into my face from across the room. <laughs> it's not across the room. You're like you're sat like two foot, two feet away from the chef as he cooks it. Uh, there's lots of tables and there are lots of chefs. There's a chef per table. Have you never it's been to one? Isn't it? No, I've been yeah, to one. I couldn't remember. I knew it began with a T. I think it's yeah. a Japanese thing. It uh, is. I want to go to one of those, and I do like the idea of them just sort of. Have you not been to one? No, I, I've never been. But I, well, the I idea of the food arriving in my face. Without yeah. any effort whatsoever, that is something yeah, that is really nice. quite a it's lot. Super fresh and just super nice because, and it's entertaining as well because I like to be entertained when I eat. Yeah, we once um, we once ate a meal on the beach in Turkey, and after the meal it was a fire dancer, nice. and uh, it was fantastic. It was just so much fun. This that fire dancer, had, like, these big balls of fire, and she was like. <laughs> like a two-piece bikini on and she was like it was getting qu quite dark and uh she did all these tricks it was amazing because obviously you're happy you've you've eaten and you've drunk and now you get to see a fire show <laughs> and just have turkish mirror for bikini yes well <laughs> you can't go to the fire you haven't thought this through have you ah so are you yeah, going to do TV Strangies? To anybody who's first time, which could be all of you or no one, uh, TV Strangies, when Steve scours the depths of the internet, mainly the Daily Fail, to find things that he finds humorous, and then he relays it back to us. Yeah. And I say it's awful. But we do it. Let's do it. Normally, normally they are quite awful. The first one is, I think, quite a well-known story, but it's so fucking ridiculous that I thought I was going to share it anyway. This Great. is uh, Donald Trump wanting to change the rules in America about shower heads. Have you seen this? Seen this? Yes, uh, I do. There is a rule from 1992 in America that shower heads can only flow at 2.5 gallons a minute. Which, as far as I'm concerned, I think that sounds like a lot. I think that's a lot of water coming out of the shower head. But Trump cannot properly wash his hair. Uh, mm. in this. So he wants to change all of the rules and allow four times as much water to come out of shower heads and multiple shower heads in the shower. I don't know what sort of shower he's having. It's probably one of those ones where you sort of you walk in and lift your hands up and then uh, what I'm thinking of is sort of a presidential car wash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I see what you mean. Like, there's there's there are jets on the walls. Yeah, uh, multiple oh nozzles. He sort of stands in there, and the well, water pummels him from all okay. angles. Doesn't the law only cover one nozzle? So you could have lots of nozzles, all firing out the limit of water. Surely. I think there is a. I think there is a total limit as well. I think there is a. It's two point five gallons a minute, and then a maximum of ten gallons overall, or something like that. But then I suppose how are you? If you've got more than one shower, I suppose you could just get two showers sort of facing each other. Well, he's his head is separate off. showers. He's only got a cotton candy sort of wisp of hair. How much bloody water does it need? Well, he says that it's not powerful enough to clean the shampoo out of his hair, which is that probably is why he shouldn't he... make shampoo out of the blood of children. <laughs> he probably doesn't know how to turn it on properly. You've got to pull the cord, Donald. In the room, pull the cord, and the power will kick in. He's, he's, he's just sitting there under a dribbling shower, crying, with a head oh, full of shampoo. <laughs> in it for hours. <laughs> I've been scrubbing for days. <laughs> well, it's probably to get that bloody tan off, that fake tan off. <laughs> it takes a lot of scrubbing. I think he just lays it on now. Every morning, he just lays it back on. Like a sort of is a it, new coat of plaster. The spray it's gotta be a spray tan. Yeah, it has to be a spray tan. That's a normal colour for a human unless he eats nothing but carrots. <laughs> uh yes, that's a good one. Next one. 
Uh, right, this this is probably going to annoy you a little bit. This one, Good. Uh, experts <laughs> experts have found that the correct use of full stops in text messages make young people feel uneasy, as it symbolises that the, the that the sender is annoyed at them. So essentially, what's happened here is a bunch of psychologists have all done a study that says uh, using full stop worries young people and causes anxiety amongst young people. How? <laughs> because the, the full stop is the full stop is the end. The full stop is the end. If you I think it doesn't come to this conclusion and to be honest they should have asked me to be on this study because I think it's because <laughs> Well you're not um, young anymore. I'm, I hate to bring it to you. No, no, I should have been one of the experts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Of course, yes. For <laughs> <laughs> man with no real first-hand experience of anything, only the second-hand opinions of others. They definitely need you on board. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my conclusion is on this: uh, the use of the phrase "full stop" at the end of something. So usually, if you're in an argument or a disagreement, someone will say, that's just the way it is, full stop. So it's that it's ingrained as an argumentative phrase. The use of a full stop and the phrase full stop is an argumentative phrase, in my opinion. I'm going to send them a letter. I think hmm. I nailed this. Well, uh, do you recall that about six years ago, I, I said to you that I'd had enough of putting punctuation in my messages over whatever messaging app we were using at the time, and I wasn't going to anymore. Do you remember that? <laughs> and it still holds yes. true now. I, uh, oh, I can't bloody be bothered. I can't be fucking asked. <laughs> question mark. And there's too many fucking taps on the fucking phone. Can't be fucked. If somebody can't understand that I'm asking them a question when I say, where are you without a fucking explanation mark? They can fuck <laughs> off. That's a statement, not a question. You said it No, I, I get... I completely agree with you. I I tend to only put uh, the proper punctuation in uh, because my phone tells me what the proper punctuation is. So it'll suggest, if I've started a sentence with the word can, it'll automatically add a question mark to the end of it, which is quite nice because Hmm. uh, essentially the phone is doing my thinking for me. Yes. I would like. I would always like it to be like that. You just kind of train everything about your don't you? Your opinions, your thinking. Yes. Yes. Everything. Well, I'm going to go back to this, like the thing about the opinion. The collation of opinions of others is a fundamental part of learning. No, that's not what you said. You said earlier that you don't actually experience anything for yourself. You just listen to the opinions of others and then feed that back to other people. Oh, no, that's only in relation to like films and stuff. Ah, uh, well, I'm if running. I haven't, I haven't got the, applying to everything. It's applied to your inexperience to be on the expert panel for this uh, uh, survey. I know, uh, but if I was going to be on the expert panel of this, I'd, I'd at least get the Wikipedia entry up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd at least do a Google. I'd at least. Yeah. Swift, I'd at least you can expect from me. <laughs> I we were discussing earlier this week, weren't we? Uh, the Elon Musk, uh, what's it called, Neuralink. Ah, Neuralink, the future. With the the little computer in your brain. Yes, they're um, gonna thread it. They're gonna thread little. They're gonna make a little tiny, weeny little hole in your head, and they're going to sew. In your brain, then. <laughs> they're going to no. They're going to. <laughs> they're going to remove your spine and implant a Tesla car into it. You shall be a Tesla man. No. They'll make a I'd tiny in your head. You'll, you'll walk into Carful Warehouse and you'll say, I'd like a mirror, please. And then you'll walk you into a walk you into a they'll walk you into a booth and this this thing, this robot arm, will make a teeny tiny little uh, unpainful hole in your head and then it will stitch fibres that are many magnitudes smaller than a human hair in directly into your brain and then you will be able to play candy crush saga without moving your hands the dream the dream dream. (laughs) the absolute dream dream. i i am 
fully looking forward to this. Uh, mainly because I, I consider my ability to Google something and obtain a very small amount of knowledge on a subject to be second to none. Yes, I know you do this, and it's infuriating. <laughs> you can't really have a real conversation with you because uh, half the time it's just you quickly Googling it and then being like, ah, oh, I'm actually an expert at this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but aren't I clever? I, I think that my ability to do that is, is, is quite good. So I think if I had the ability to Google in my own head without actually having to use Google on my phone or on a computer, then I could, want, I could definitely quite successfully appear much smarter than I am for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not stopped you so far. <laughs> so yeah, I I am all for this. I I want to be able to Google the answers to uh, arguments that I'm having with people. Um, why Why would you need an answer to something anymore? If everybody's got this, why would anyone need you to answer a question? Well, because it's all about being able to Google in your head the fastest. <laughs> oh, so you'd have you'd have the best version, would you? Well, it's not just that; it's about what you Google as well, which is going to be related ah, yeah, to, what you, to what you think. Ah, because yes. it, I, I worked in IT for a year after leaving school. And essentially, uh, IT, um, and no offense to any IT professionals out there, but essentially, IT is just advanced Googling. That's all it yeah. is. It, it's just advanced Googling. You, you see a problem, and you accurately describe the problem into the little Google box, and then someone somewhere in the world has had the problem before and has written down how to fix it. Yeah. And then I think, do that. I think, I think <laughs> the game will be cooler. Have you seen that Black Mirror episode where the two guys uh, play each other on the, on the game via, like, uh, virtual reality, what's it, in their head? Yes. If I have seen that. And they that start would be quite cool. having sex with each other. Yeah, it's been much that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I think it could be. I am very excited about Neuralink. I am very excited about Neuralink. And hmm. um, I, how do how do we get in the queue? Do you think? How, how do you how do you sign up? Do you <laughs> the Tesla and sort of at? Sell them in like the Tesla dealerships. It might be yeah. ten years at least. Maybe I can put my name down somewhere. Hmm. Uh, T and the brain do that. Just write down on a piece of paper on your desk. That's just about as good as doing anything else would be. Just write it down <laughs> on the desk where you are right, right now. One yes. order of Tesla brain thing. Quite, quite right. Yes. I, uh, I wonder how much it'll cost. Or do you think they'll do it for free, but harness the power of your brain for themselves? Well, yes. Obviously, advertising is going to be. <laughs> weird isn't it you'd like yeah, you're like so so say you start playing your guitar and you'll start getting like adverts in your brain saying why did you buy this guitar <laughs> why did you consider pulling off your ears <laughs> yes i you, think the mm-hmm. thing that i'm concerned about is if you have it and then you're walking down the street say for example you walk past the mcdonald's can the mcdonald's fire adverts into your brain saying, oh, if you come here and scan your face on our special machine, we'll give you 10% off. Come and have a look at these lovely burgers we had. That's what I'd be concerned about. Not just McDonald's, but anything. Mainly Starbucks. Starbucks seems to own everything. Um, but yeah, I would, I would be concerned about that. Control your emotional well-being and things like that as well. So Maybe it'll be able to control whether or not you're fit, you have you want something to eat, and then it'll say it'll it'll say to you, oh, so you're hungry, you might as well go here and eat some stuff for uh, a discount. It's yeah, not going to be problem, very, very strange. Maybe it's not going to go that far. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Problem, to yeah. Vast, right, quickly bring out time. For Stevie Strangers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. This is a very very quick one. Uh, Mum suffers mystery illness for days after after swimming in a pond. 
this is a mum who fell ill after swimming in a pond in the north of Scotland. Uh, she developed a mystery illness. She felt very, very sick, and uh, she was having terrible ear pain. And then she felt a strange rustling sound in her ear. Oh my at god! Which, at which point, uh, a live spider crawled out of her ear mm-hmm. onto her pillow, and oh, she, she then had to. Yep, she then had to go to the hospital where they flushed her ear out. And no, her thank ear, you. Her ear was full of spider eggs. Ah. Spider eggs in uh, her ear, which, which no. apparently would would have hatched within four days if she hadn't gone to and killed her. She well, I don't know whether they would have killed her, but she would have had sort of hundreds of tiny spiders in her brain. Good grief! Do you know? Do you know? Last week that my eardrum burst. Did I tell you? You, yes, you did tell me this. That sounds nasty. I woke up in the middle of the night, and my ear was absolutely killing me. So I did like a frightened little dance in my bedroom, and uh, <laughs> oh, it's coming, it's coming. So painful, and um, I didn't get any sleep that night. I had like two hours sleep, and for six or seven hours, I put a hot compress on it to stop the pain, and my eardrum just burst. And uh, oh, it's nasty. I just had this yeah. ringing in my head, like someone had kicked me in the head. I hmm. I still think that you're going to blame me for this, aren't you? It is your fault. You're no, I think. Is I it the it. same year? Is it the same year? Yeah, it definitely is. It's definitely the same year. I was going to sue you for that. For people who don't know the story, uh, <laughs> not long after I met Jerry, um, he, he he came to my birthday party. And was dressed as a sexy cat woman, which was a little bit strange. <laughs> and yeah. I, I popped a party popper right next to his ear, and he said that he is never ever going to forgive me, and that I made him go a bit deaf. <laughs> I think he's being a dramatic little girl. But, my, uh, um, my head was ringing for about two weeks after that. <laughs> I do quite often wake up in cold sweat in fear of a lawsuit. <laughs> I do as well. <laughs> many different people. Not just yeah. you. <laughs> oh, that could go horribly wrong. Am I going to get sued this year? Probably not. <laughs> I hope we'll yeah. find out that thing I did. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're done. That's okay. an hour. No, we have, we, we have not been able to do the Is That Stephen Merchant game. What a shame. What oh. next week? I am Stephen Merchant. He has been Steve Jones. I'd like to thank Lightbright for two stars. I don't know what stars mean, but we've got two of them. Ah, oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. likes. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Lightbright, Kyle, Kelsey, Adam, Patricia, David, e- Emmon, Kerry, Barry, Bradford, Denise, Steve, and Dustin. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you're not Russian bots. Goodbye, all. Have a lovely weekend.